page Kuf Yud Gimel, we just started talking about Tefillah, about davening. And we just saw, look, just in the, the second paragraph, it says, Tefillah, B'muvan Ha'amiti. The, the middle of the, not the middle, it's a little bit, a little bit above the middle of the page. Tefillah, B'muvan Ha'amiti. This Indian that we're learning, this is, to, this covers everything when it comes to doing tshuva, everything with Shonim Kippur Sukkis, Hashanah it's all, this is it, because it's all a matter of to seek Hashem out when he's near, when he's close to you. But we don't, we never know what that. What does that mean when he's close to you? If we feel that there's no nafkim in it, whether he's far away or he's close to us, and what does it mean? Close, close means I have to get on a plane and go to Yerushalayim. Or could it be that he's close to me even, even in this miserable place that we're in? Could he be close to us here? So a person has to have. The, it's only when there's an avoid of, of of his carvers of being close. Without without the avoid of his carvers, then it makes no difference that it says no novi carve. So you should know now the Shalom is close to you. What is that? I don't feel any different. It feels the same to me. What's the difference? Because Rosh Hashanah, everybody's expecting. Because then you walk in and it's a white parachus, you know, and and and, and it looks nice, and they start and they, and, and they start to hear, you know, that yiskada, you know, so then. Uh-huh. So we need all of these things outside, like to, to set a certain, to set a certain, you know, uh, mood, and and then we think that that's called the hiskarvis ta is but is something that you have to work on, and we're learning that work and work and work. Then when it comes to Hashem Kippur, so all that you work on, since it's behayoyse karav, since I Hashem the Rebbeinu Shalom is mamish breaking down all the curtains and barriers and everything that that. It's usually it's so it's it's hard during this time of the year. The Rabbi Shalom removes all of those mechitzes, and and a person who works on his karbis Hashem can can have unbelievable unbelievable closeness this time of the year. But but we have to work on it. So the ikya avayd of course is tefillah. So we were learning atanas. Let's just read over that little thing again. For atanas, so you can. We just this is what we, we did this at the end last week. Davening, davening, really what davening is? What it really is? Davening, davening is is what David Melch said about himself. I am tefila. I am davening. I explained many times. In Shul, I think maybe I said it here, that the word Davin, what is the word Davin? Where does it come from, Davin? It means Yiddish. But it's, uh, but the Svar Makadashim tell us that the Shurish of the word to Davin is not Yiddish, it's Aramaic. It's Da'avuhun. Da'avuhun means it's fr- it means it comes to us from our fathers. Da'avuhun. Davin, in Aramaic, Da'avuhun means from the fathers. The others, Da'avuhun. Because the others are the ones that established to. So there's a there's a one of the chaver went into Rabbi Yaakov Meir Shachter to the tzaddik in Yerushalayim, and he said that he has problems with davening. So Rabbi Yaakov Meir Shachter said to him, "Your problem is that you're always davening." So he said, he thought like you know he missed something, and he said, "I have a problem with davening." So he said, "No, your problem is davening. That's your problem that you're always davening." So Rabbi Yaakov Meir explained. Davun, davening comes to us from the Zaydis, you know, from our, from the Zaydis, from the Alta Zaydis, it comes to us from the others, from the fathers. 
But your problem is that you never davened yourself. It's only your fathers that have been davening, and grandfathers, and great-grandfathers. Davun. Davun, you daven, daven, shachos, daven, I daven this, I daven that. Everything is davun. Everything is from the fathers, but it's not yourself. You never yourself actually daven. You never acquired tefillah. You never learned what it means, what it means for a Jew to daven. So what does that mean? So many, in many shuls, in many shuls, so the, uh, that means that we're going to have to have two weeks from Sunday, we're going to have a seminar on davening with hot dogs and hamburgers and bring your wives and kids. <laughs> right? So it'll be a seminar on tefillah. A yom iyun on tefillah. And they're going to bring down all the different shittas of the Rishonim of davening, davening, like the living safe and they're going to bring down the and Rambans and and they're going to say over something nice from Abbas Olavechik to make everything beautiful. <coughs> Dovimel said on himself, Vani Tfila. Vani. This is his, that's my cat. <laughs> 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 How you guys switch? Yeah. This is the said about himself, Vani Tfila. I am Davening. Vani Tfila. That's a, that's, a, that's an amazing thing to say, Vanit Fil. Vanit Fil. Reptodic once said, on, uh, on this, Reptodic said that sometimes if somebody, you know, according to Allah, if somebody comes to your house and they ask you for money, so you're allowed to ask him, you know, who are you and what do you give me a phone number, you know, you're allowed to check a guy, check into the credentials. All right, an, there could be a problem in halacha if you don't give him that, something. But you don't have to give him anything substantial. You could check into him, unless, unless the guy comes and tells you that it, the, the Gemara says, unless the guy comes and tells you that I, you know I'm starving, I'm starving, I haven't eaten anything. So you can't get, you can't, uh, you can't say come back tomorrow. Let me do a, a checkup on you. You have to give the guy to eat. So, Reb Tzaddik says there's even a, a different madriga, a, a, a higher madriga, a lower madriga. That's when a guy knocks at your door. And says, and he opened the door, and when you look at him, he doesn't have to say anything. You just say, "Come right in, my friend," and you, and you start feeding him, and you dress him. In other words, you see, you see from what just when you look at the guy, that the poor guy, you know, he's, he he hasn't eaten, and he doesn't hasn't showered, and he hasn't. Just when you see the guy, so Rapsodik said that when that when Dovimel said Vanit Fila, it means that he was saying to the Baruch Shalom, look. These words, I say those words, but if you look at me, it's Rahmanus Avanshal. You see how desperately I need you. Just by looking at me, you see how in need I am of you. It's a madrega of Anit Fila. Because the whole mochus of Davra Malach, the whole being of Davra Malach is Tfila, Vanit Fila. Now, how could that apply to regular people like us that we that we don't know what does it mean and how to Davan? So he says when Dabra Mal said these words, he was saying that my very existence, the whole sewer of my life, davening is not something that I I do three times a day, and, 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 if, and if all of a sudden, you know, another would come along, or there'd be some announcement that it's been cut down to two, then, you know, we would have such a celebration, we wouldn't say Tachnun that day. Right, because it was, you see, people get so excited they don't say tachnun, even in davening, because they say they say a minute. They get so excited there's no tachnun, there's no tachnun. People are fighting over some chassan or somebody that they shouldn't have to say tachnun, whatever, or a bris. You know, that someone says that we had we had a bris in our shul 
this year. So there's no tachnun. Or not even there was a there's a sandik that looked at our shul when he was passing by in the car. So there's no tachnun. You know. So vanit tefillah means that the tzur is a chayim of a Jew. That the way that a Jew lives from morning till night is with davening. That's what Dar Machu is saying. Vanit tefillah. From the beginning to end, it means when a Jew lives with this with this realization that anything that I have in my life and anything that I am in my life is only meaningful to me. It's only it's only something I only want it if it comes together with tefillah. Without tefillah, there's nothing. That's what Adonai was saying. Climber, Beyond the three tefillas of the day, Shetiknu Chazal Lispal Kalyoim Amahalachu. The Gemara says, "Bulavai, Halavai, Halavai." She ispalu adam kalyoim kula. Now, what does that mean? That's what we were up to last week. Halavai, she ispalu adam adam kalyoim kula. Halavai, I should be able to daven the whole day. So, what does that mean? It means to be in shul all day. How could that be? And, and, and the Gemara is not talking about people who have to do things and go places and take care of things. So then you say, no, it means halavai. We don't know what that means. So Makavanas Advarim Leel Dibano Akasha Kadosh Baruch Nimtzaliyada Adam. You were learning in the last parak how to live more and more and more with this awareness that Hashem Baruch is with us every single moment. Kamei Chenal Inyan Ashgacha Pratis. And we also spoke a lot about Hashgach HaPratis, that Hashem is Baruch, every single thing that happens. Not only is He here with me in the room, but every single thing that happens, and every motion and movement is only because of Hashgach HaPratis. But we didn't talk at all in, these last few, in the last section of the Sefer, we didn't talk about how all of this applies to davening, to tefillah. What we spoke about was the way that a person has to begin to recognize that Hashem is always there, and to also pay attention to the Hashgachas of Hashem, Hashgach of Hashem every second. But to put the entire thing in perspective, that it should be a real, real system, a program of how to get closer to Hashem and how to live as a Jew, all that we spoke about until now must be joined together with tefillah, with davening. Everything has to be connected to tefillah. Any nisayin that you and I have in our avodas Hashem to grow, but to, not to God forbid do an aver, and to grow in our mitzvahs and so on. Kinyin, anything that a person can acquire in Ruchni or in Gashmi, spiritually or physically. Mitzurafas Hatfilat, it's only together with Tfilat. When the Fardis of the Ramis, let me explain. The main problem that he's going to explain is that when we look at our lives, we see that we get things without davening. We get things without davening. And not only that, you can look at some guy that lives next door to you and say, the guy never davened once in his life. And he's got ten times more than me. And then I'm reading in this safe, it says you have nothing without Tfilat. Doesn't, doesn't work out like in the math, it doesn't work out. Because I don't dive. You see, and, and we know that even though we do dive, what kind of diving is that? So let's say you know, you, let's say that morning, you know, you you diving, you diving, and and then you had you, you know that you had that your child has some sort of a sickness, and then and then the doctor called up and they got back the tests, everything is good, 
and your wife says to you, I'm so proud of you, because I didn't dive in yet, your wife says, that I'd get a chance, but you were in shul, and you said, you're and you probably said, Chayla's name, right? So he did, because of course he said his name, her name. So she, the wife says, I'm so proud of you, look, Hashem is Baruch, answered your tila, right? So you know what any of us would think. Maybe someone else was uh, davening for Chayla. You know, of course I davened, but it wasn't me. You know, uh, maybe last week, you know, we called up this corner, Rabbi Shadavan or something, we had it down, but it wasn't, wasn't me. Can you imagine that Malach will come down and say, no, it was you. It was 100% you. Because we don't think, it's hard for us to think that we get things because of Tila. We're not used to that. We're used to trying to get things without davening. I mean, without the regular davening, the regular davening, but we try to get things, and we think that we got things not with Tila. And we look around this and we see people that are getting things and they're not davening. So after a while you begin to feel davening is something that I have to do because or else whatever, it's bad. So I better daven. But it's not a, a t'nai. It's not a t'nai in my being alive, in my having things, in my having a wife, in my having children, in my having panos. It's not a t'nai. It's not a condition. It's not a thing that I do. It's a separate thing. It's davening is a separate thing. So that, of course, is a terrible mistake. That's not what Dabin Amalek was saying. I need feeling. So, what's the correct way of understanding this? And what's the correct way of living this? So he says, Bi'anul El, the last lines. <coughs> we explain. Shal ha'adam lahakia b'ashgacha protesh l'habayi. Okay, we're learning that too. So we're learning. <coughs> that a person has to recognize that ashgacha protesh, Hashem's Baruch is involved, Hashem's Baruch controlling and directing every single thing in his life. Like we learned, other mazes is yaday. A person moves his hand. So who Charles asked me? These are the exercises that we were learning. He asks himself, "Me made who? Who's who's moving my hand?" Well, it's, I had that thought that I want to do that, but how am I able to do that? The problem's like this: with my physical human eyes, it seems to me I made up my mind that I want to reach out and, and touch something, and it was me. And I moved my hand. So therefore, it seems to me that I'm the one who is doing that. But then the person says, but there's a problem. <coughs> because every single Gemara and every single Chazal and every single Sefer tells me that I can't do that, I can't move my hand, I can't lift up my finger. If not for the Vashalom. So then I say like this, that what? I say to Hashem, however Hashem is I know, Remember, you speak to Hashem, not about. I know, really, it's you. It's you. Not anybody else. I know it's you. Why? How do I know that? Because I know, I believe a million percent in everything it says in the Gemara, and everything it says in Chazal and the Torah, and it says that I can't move my finger unless, unless the, you said that I can move my hand. So I know that, Hashem. Now this is where davening comes in. Until now, this is what we're doing until now. But now is where davening comes in. What's the tefillah? Now this is not what we. This is not just you know what we say. What What is tefillah? The etzim of tefillah. The kan bo kan nekudas atesefer shel hatefillah. Adam oimed v'oimeler banishleilam. You say to Hashem, the seichel an yadeya sha'atamani gesabir. My seichel tells me. My brain tells me 
that you're the, you're the Bala boss, you're in charge. Shat amazes you, and you move my hand. However, in the feelings of my heart, in my heart I feel that it's that that's not you, that it's me that that moves the hand. And here's the tefillah. Until now, we weren't talking about davening. He once in a while, he, he at the end of the parak, he would put it in for a second. But now we're concentrating on this. I'm asking you, Rabbi I'm asking you. That this knowledge that I have in my brain That I can't move without you That it should be mashpia It should be able to fill my heart It should be mashpia on my heart That in my heart I should feel this as well right? So you're, you're on the highway You got stuck It's terrible traffic And you have like the most choshev choshev uh, deal that you're supposed to be making with some guy you're sitting on some highway someplace and, and it's not shy that you should be able to get to this meeting and the guy's uh, got a bad temper and he's going to be upset and he's going to tell your boss that you're, that you're late and that you're low yutzluch and he's not dealing with anything like that. and you're sitting there so Yisrael says that there's no question in my mind that the only reason that I right now that, this, that the wheels are stopping on my car I don't know about any of these other people what their husband is. But the only reason that my wheels are not moving is because you don't want because you want them to stand still. I'm I'm asking you Shalom, because if you stop with that, then I know that you're the one that's making the wheels stand still. If you just stop there and you look back at the traffic, you still might be banging your head against the dashboard in aggravation. Whatever language you like, I'm asking you, I'm begging you, help me to feel in my heart that which I know is true. That you don't want me to get, at, you don't want me to be at, at 10 o'clock a.m. at that meeting. I don't understand why, because that could have been that could have been a tuition in the you know for the kids in the yeshiva. I don't know why you don't want me to be there, because it looks like it's a good thing, you know. And and therefore until the maybe that you could have been diving the traffic should clear. Because you want to be able to get to that, so because you're able to to help with the kids, you could you could have them for that. But you're in this matzah right now, and you and the, and now you have to daven that the Rosh help me. I'm asking you to help me that this knowledge that I have should be mashpia. It should go all the way into my heart. That I should feel that in my heart. That it doesn't bother me, and I get a call on the cell phone. And the, and, and the guy saying, where are you, where are you? Even with some other words that we don't use. Where, where are you? See, so I'm, I'm in the highway, I'm stuck in traffic. I'm sorry if I inconvenienced you. You have to have that I'm sorry if I inconvenienced you. You inconvenienced me, you're not that, and you're this and you're that. And don't, and, you know, don't even bother when you get here, I'm not going to be here. Sorry, that's your choice. Zygazan. Finish, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Is that? Climber. Milvad Hanakuda Atmis, right? Paragraph Kleiman. Milvad Hanakuda Atmis Shlash Roshas Akaraban Hogah Prontish Akashbrocha Manigas Island. Besides this piece of information that you know, uh, that you know that what, and, you, and you're trying to think all the time that Hashem runs the world. Yesh Lazarach Lakach as Nakudas Atfil. The Vaishnav gave us a Kayach of Tfil. He gave us this gift. It's an unbelievable gift. It's called Tfil. 
He says you you can't just remain try, sitting there struggling with this idea, with this knowledge of Hashgacha Pratis. You have to use the gift that Hashem gave us. And the whole koyach of a yid is with his mouth. Chazal say that. The whole koyach is only with the mouth. A Jew has koyach is with his mouth. So, the, so now a person has tefillah. Since he wants to bring this knowledge that he has into his emotions, they should be able to feel that that 100% in his irrigation. They should be able to feel that. That, like I mentioned to you a few weeks ago, that there were tzaddikim that even when they were being operated on, that they that, that they didn't need any anesthesia, and they were not and they didn't feel anything at all. All they felt was the, was elokus. They didn't feel any pain at all. There was no crying. There was no screaming. There wasn't anything. And faket in another way, when the chibina rov was when the chibina rov was in the hospital, the chibina was in the hospital, and he wasn't able to speak. They were uh, when it came time for davening. There were other tzaddikim we know about this. The Belzerov also, that that they saw in the hospital that when it, even though he was sitting there lying there and he wasn't able to 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 say anything out loud, but they put the they put the till on you know the talus when he was when he was lying there. They saw like all the charts going crazy, like you know whatever so what was going on inside of him was all going was going crazy, it was all going crazy. The histrogs of tefillah, of tefillah. And then, and, and when it came time, and the doctor said, "Rabbi, things don't look good," which is at which point, God forbid, if we had that, then all the charts would start to go crazy. Then says, mm-hmm. "Everything's just everything was was soft, was soft." That the that feel of the koyich, that feel of that that it could be mashpi and the sraxus halev of a person. Shilo b'zehegish b'leiv chiyas amitis. Very other margish as a stira ben yidia sichla lahakaris liba. This is what I was saying to you a minute ago. You feel a caught in this stira. There's a problem. My brain tells me that everything is Hashem, but my heart doesn't tell me that. I feel that it's not. I feel that it's not. And you look around, you see all the other cars on the highway. You say, "Are you telling me that everybody has the same as God as me?" Like you know, like why should every single guy, some you know, this guy have the same as God as me? That he's not supposed to get someplace. So it's very hard when we look at as God You like to feel like you're, there's some uh, special show for you, right? So then you would say, "Mele, I understood. I would understand." If I got lost someplace and I got far blunted and I couldn't get back onto the road, that somehow Hashem Baruch is taking me around. Maybe then I could come up with Hashgacha Prat, the story you put in the, you know, next week in the paper. But, but if I'm sitting on a highway and I'm looking around at the, the 20,000 cars, you know, and everybody's, everybody's in the same matzah as me, I don't feel this Hashgacha Prat. I feel it's just bad traffic. It's Hashgacha Prat. It's not Hashgacha Prat. Everything has to be with tefillah. I need tefillah. I am tefillah. Everything is together with tefillah to help that the Rosh should open our eyes to feel that, to see that, to recognize it, even though it doesn't look like that. That, that what it is the Cheshvan that Hashem has with all those other people, that's not my business. My business is with me. And my business with me is that this Ashkacha practice, that I had to come this way this morning, and that I and that now I'm stuck in this traffic. If you don't help me, if you don't help me feel 
deep inside of me that you're going to practice. But totally call out the shabbat. Then all the months that I'm working on this belief is not going to help. I'm thinking about it. It's not going to help. If you don't help me, then then like it says in Tehillim, then shav amlu bainav bain. That's what Darmel said. That if Rishlam, if Hashem lo yiv nebayis, shav amlu bainav bain. If Rishlam, if you don't if you don't build the base and make this. If you don't want the base and make this, then all of the work that we put into building it, it's not going to be. Shav amlu bainav bain. It's not. It's not going to be. I had. I, I had the other day. My wife. My wife. She be well. She's. She's saying. You know, there's a very big koyach. Shir shim is a very big koyach. Certainly, you know that to say shir shim. But the retzifus for 40 days straight. It's brought down in the svar. It's a very, very big thing. Shir shim 40 days straight is a very big thing. So my wife already had. My wife already had three times, and it's for someone that she loves. That's a very important thing in, in, in our lives. That she's saying the shir shim 40 days. It already happened three times because of certain young that happened with the family, this, that, and It already happened that she, that she, it was broken. Like once she was up to 15 days, and the other time it was up to 22. So the other day when I came home, she was in a very, she was in a very aliyadika mood. She was very like excited and happy. So I said, "What is it?" So she said to me, "You know, because uh, we had something, something happened with a phone call. My wife was, and they mean something with one of the children that was very uh, urgent." So my wife said, you know, today was the 39th day, and I, I, I bashed up. She missed it, 39 days. And this is the, fifth, the fourth try. She says, the 39th day, and, and, I, and I missed it. So I said, so what are you happy about? You know, it doesn't, it's like not a good thing. She, so she said to me, and, and she just realized it then. She said, she said to me, because I said about Shalom that it must be that if I would go 39 I, and I love my this person I'm diving for so much and I and I and I and I and it came to this that 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 39 that it wasn't Teva, that it shouldn't be now it must be that that the shlemus of of this particular Yeshua depends upon my shirushim and it's not the time for it yet and I'm gonna and I and I'm gonna start again and she's back on today is you know today's day two she's back on and happy very happy. And Shir Shim is not like a capital Tillam, you know what I'm saying, Shir Shim. I think... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What happens to you during the time that... Uh, uh, you can say Shir Shim in 20 minutes, 25 minutes. You don't say after the Seder, you don't say after the Seder. Shir Shim. 20, 25 minutes. Shir Shim. You say it slowly, it's 45 minutes, it's 40 minutes balance. hour, 20 minutes, 25 minutes. But it's a malachi, you know, it's a malachi. And for, for a person who's busy, to say every single day, 40 days, is a malachi. And she doesn't, she doesn't rush to it, she says it nice. But she said, she says, I know that the Yetzirah is coming to discourage me, that, 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 that I tried this already a few times, but she said, I'm not allowed to be discouraged. It means that, the, it means that that's how much the Yeshua depends on my saying, that, that the Yetzirah came and confused me that I, got, that I, lost, I lost the last day. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go back because I see that the Yeshua depends on this Indian. That's a, such, a, such a craziness. The last day to forget it, I'm going to start again. So I said, you know. That's. I was thinking, you know, how grateful I am to have a person like that. That's a big physic for, for, for me. But the koyach of tefillah, to the mitzvah, the avoid of tefillah, to everything that a person does, it's hard. So he says, if not for you, 
He says, like totally call If it's not, if professional, you don't help me, then all of the avayd I do in the world is not going to help. It's not going to help. All the human being has the ability to, and isuustelasata means to do my job, what I could do, to, to, to ask, to cry, to beg. That's all I could do. That means an awakening from below. believe me. I could try, but without your help, I can never. I, I'm never going to be able to. Acquire this emuna that I have, that you're here in this moment with me, and that you want my car to be here. Unless you help me believe in this, unless you unless you finish this off for me, I, I, I'm not going to be able to come to it. I can't come to it. And again, it's always directly speaking to Hashem, you, to the Shalom. When you live with these kind of words, and this is how your day goes with big, not just with big things, but with little things, everything. It's in such a way, and you ask Hashem to help you to feel that, to feel that it's only through Him moving this and going there and doing this and thinking of this that a person has an idea. And had you had you come to such an idea, so then a person begins to enter into that world of anitfi. I need to feel. I am to feel. Yeah. Back to that traffic story. Yeah. If you should should the reaction first be Hashem help me get there. This is important to me. Chachila is it okay? It happened. I know you have to do your stylus, but the ultimate of what he's telling us is okay. This traffic jam must mean that you don't be there right now. I understand that. Help me get there. It's important to me. Yeah. So that's why I, I I said before. What what? It's like this. When it's still that you could get there. Right. Well, there was, let's say, if it clears up, if it clears up in a few minutes, it could still be Tava. So then, certainly, certainly, it seems to me that this would be good for the family and it would be good for other Jews. You know, it seems to me there's a good thing that I should get to the meeting. It, and it, and and if that's if that could be, and it could be good for me and good for my family, I'm asking you that you should clear up the traffic and that I should be able to get there. If it's not good for me, then, then uh, say that. But if it's good for me, then help me that I should get there on time. Now, if you're sitting there and the meeting's at 10 o'clock and it's 5 to 10, it's guidance. And even if it clears up, it's not going to happen. So then already, the the Magayin, the, the all the Tzadikim say, at that point, to, we don't daven for things that are Shalom B'dachatem. It's not our Mahalach daven for miracles for Nisa. You have to be careful with these things. Right? At that point, you say, it looks like it's we say, well, okay, about I see, what I, what I see is that that you want me to be here. So, if that's the case, and that's what it seems to be, I'm asking you, I don't get it. I don't understand. I'm asking you, help me to feel in the pneumius of my heart that this is exactly where I have to be. Right here on the FDR drive, whatever. It is exactly where I have to be. It's exactly where I have to be. When a person dabbles very stark like that. What could be a reason? What's that? Who cares? It's an Afghan. What's the difference? doesn't have to know a reason. But but a lot of times when you dive in very strong, then Hashem's work shows you a reason. Right. Shows you a reason. But it might not be that he'll show you a reason right then, but he'll show you a reason later. You're a very good davener. 
that by tzaddikim, when they have these inyonim, that most of the time the Rosham shows them what it was. Somebody that, who was it that told me? It wasn't. Somebody from the school told me a Maisa. This goes back in, in 10, 11 years, told me a Maisa that, um, that's why I just said the FDR, I came out from the FDR. I don't really know so much of the highways, you know, but but uh, people have a big bikis, you know, and all these things. But I know the basic where, where they go. But there was a yid from the shul that told me that he had a ma'isa, that he was that he was stuck on the FDR drive, and he really had to go someplace that was very important. I think it was a simcha, and he had to be a chuppah, a bracha, whatever. And you know they're going to be upset with him, uncle. You know, uncle Sal. It was a whole one of those things. <laughs> so, so he was sitting there stuck in traffic. And and he and he said, I, 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 don't, I don't know. This person that was, was a doctor, you know, he said, he said, I don't know what, you know, I, I, but I, but if this is where I have to be, you know, they said like this, then 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 I, she at least she, I should be able to accept it and to be okay with it. So he said he's sitting there like another ten fifteen minutes, and he says he wouldn't believe it. Walking along the side over there on the FDR drive, there's some old Hasidic the whole revolution, all broken chazizhiyid. And he looks up, and the traffic's mamash not moving. And he's able to, he's able to bring this yid over into the, over to the car. He's able to bring this yid over to the car. And then what, what became of this meeting? Such unbelievable things, prote protem that came from this meeting, that it turns out that they were mishpacha, first of all. And through this, he was able to find out different things, and this yid had terrible service, and this person was able to help this yid to get, help him get a Yeshua. And the yid was able to help him have a Yeshua about something in his family. He said that, I remember for the last 30, 40 years, that in the family they had certain Agnes Nefesh they didn't know. And he was able to tell, this old yid was able to help him. And, and now they're like, you know, they're Kaseda, that they go over and they see each other, and the, the children, the kids, and everything. Okay, that you, that's already in the newspaper. No, that's, that's a newspaper. That, that rates like you know. Yeah, that's Hashgacha practice, you know, in our times. But the, but but, I, but I, the reason I'm saying is because you see that sometimes when a yid is a, a person that's a davener, a lot of times you see this that they get to see, they get to see like you know what it was. I mean, after 120, we all see all those. We see all those things. But even while you're alive, the Baruch Hashem says Chayach Atira Baylamcha. That even while you're alive, even sometimes five, ten minutes later, or, or, or a few, a few days later, Baruch Hashem shows you. Remember, you remember that Ma'aseh that you were over there. Let me show you what was going on over there. But that's a schus. That's a schus. No, I think it really doesn't make a difference. Doesn't make a difference. I mean, it's nice. It's nice if you find that. But no, you understand. You use like regular like daven like this. Let's say you're all the day and you need to call to something, whatever you want. Ask my friends. Yeah, Shem, you know, I daven shakus this morning. It wasn't easy for me to get there. I did it. You want to refer? Tell Hashem about to refer back. See above. Yeah, see above. Right, right. Regular daven that you have to do. Use that. That's also tefillah. In other words, when you say Rabbi Shalom, please, I'm asking you. Just say you have to say it more in a lotion of tachanun. You say Rabbi Shalom. It was hard for me. I, I, I tried. I went this morning. I went to shul. It was hard. But please, Rabbi Shalom, that the tefillahs should be piled. That's also davening. But once you're already, once you're already talking, you might as well. Uh, you might as well talk about now. But but it certainly is something to say. But, look, we don't don't we say all the time. We're going to now slichus. We say all the time. We always say, Rabbi Shalom, remember how you answered the tefillahs of Avraham Avinu. And you say, it's also good, right? 
it's also remember, you know, remember, it's a good thing. It's also a tefillah, but but it's not enough. So to continue, he says, that's what it means. Kach over there because Rebbe Hashem Neichach. You speak directly to Hashem. The last paragraph on Kuf Yudal. In order that the person of davening should be the right way. The Shah says, Now remember, we learned that a person should try to take time every day, try to put aside a few minutes to think, to think about Hashem Hapratis and to think Hashem is here and Hashem Hapratis and so on. That Yesh Bayrei Nivra. And the boy ray is here with me in the room, and the boy ray is mashgiach every single second, and so on. So all of us, the boy ray in the kudah pshutav, I say this, but I said, "Tefili included in your hisbainus, so it's included in your meditation, in your thinking, must be this nekudah tefili, which is v'chal siach hasadet tarem yeh ba'aretz, v'chal esav hasadet tarem yitzmach, kleihim te Hashem lekim al ha'aretz, v'adam ayin lavet hazadam." Now that pasuk, everybody knows from the beginning of the Torah, is telling us that the Rishon already created. All of the all of the uh, trees and the grass and everything was created, but it says in Torah terem yevaritz. But everything was sort of waiting underneath the earth. Why? Because Hashem's world didn't bring rain yet. It didn't rain yet, right? And the Torah says an interesting thing at the end of the pasuk. Torah says and there was no person here to, to work the land. <coughs> so Rashi says over there, what does that what does that do? So all the grass is waiting, the trees and everything is waiting underneath the ground. Why? Because it didn't rain yet. Why didn't it rain yet? Because there was no man yet created. Man wasn't created yet to work the earth. So what? So if, if, if the earth needs rain, right? If it needs rain, then let it, then it rain. Well, then you're the human being. So then it rains and it'll grow. So Rashi says, Pirish Rashi, Ah, the Torah is telling us, Yeah. He Adam Ayin, the terrorist Adam Ayin, the terrorist telling us why didn't it rain yet? You know why it didn't rain yet? Because Adam Ayin, the fish Adam Ayin lavad this Adama the ain Maki b'Tayvasim shel Gshom because there's no human being yet in the world, and only human being knows how important the rain is. Knows the Davin. In other words, the Davening didn't start yet, and because Davening hasn't happened yet, so therefore nothing is able to grow. Nothing is able to actually move forward because Adam Ayin Lavad is Adam. So the Avoid here doesn't mean with a with a, a tractor. The Avoid means the Avoid of Tfila. Is we have Avoid of Shabbalei the Tfila. Davening. They mark him at the bottom of Shlomo Shem. But Adam. Now once Adam came into the world, the other Shehem Tzarech Laelam. Adam understood how he understood that Hashem's Baruch revealed to him that what that that you have to have rain. That rain makes everything grow. Then, then Adam Arishan put out the first tefillahs. The first avenue was that it should, that it should rain. It's this first tefillah should rain. The yardu and started to rain. The tzamchui and everything started coming up nice. That was the first tefillah. The first tefillah that should that there should be rain. It's the first tefillah. That's why it's the very beginning. The tefillah we have now. In a couple of weeks, the tefillah, the tefillah geshem is a very, very, very beginning. A very beginning. It's the first tefillah. Of Geshem of Rain. There's a there's a, a, a bacha that I'm close to. A very special bacha. He wrote to me. He was telling me about things that he that he went through this past year, and he wrote to me. That he went through. This boy went through a very very big service growing up, terrible service, and he's coming Baruch Hashem out of it, and he's getting help, and he's he's a real real good boy. So he said, 
that the other day he was uh, he was almost home. Uh, you remember what was on Shabbos? Was a pouring rain two weeks ago or something? Last week it was pouring, pouring. So he was home, almost home, and then he had this thought: the machshava was, was the machshava. Machshava was all of my life. I'm running in from the rain. I'm always running away from the rain. I always doing that. You're always running away from the rain. So he says, and even if you have an umbrella, that's also running away from the rain. It's just the way that you run away from it is you don't have to run. You just put something that it shouldn't come to you. But you're always avoiding the rain. Your whole life you're avoiding. He said, I had this mashava of, of, uh, that the rain is ma'am tahirim. That the rain is, the rain water is a water for the mikveh, right? That's how you make a mikveh. I had this mashava, but I'm not going to run from the rain. I'm not going to run. Now, you know the guy doesn't wear a shrine because you wear a shrine. He says, I'm not, yeah, and there's no shrine. He says, but he had, he had to say, I'm, not, I'm not running from the rain. And he said that he just thought he was almost home and it was pouring. He started to walk and, and he didn't care. He said, whatever his suit, he didn't care. He was getting drenched. And, and the sister and brother were laughing at him through the window. And his mother was opening the door and says, Mr. Meshiga, what are you doing out there? And he said, I'm enjoying the rain. And he decided that he's going to take. Uh, <laughs> he, he just went walking. He said, for, without having to, you know, and this and that. It was already everything was profound. He said everything was already profound. Just he said. To, he said it was one of the greatest. He wrote to me this letter. It's one of the greatest. He said the deepest tanugam that he ever had in his life. And he said, Rabbi Shalom. This is. He said it should be mayim tahirim, mayim tahirim. Because this boy went through a lot of tumma when he was younger. He called to my sechem. Tumma from other people that they gave him. Saras. He called to my sechem. Atahir es. Atahir es. And he said, Check Havana. Right by the Geshem. And then he said, He said, I'm not afraid anymore of rain. I don't have to run from it anymore. I'm free from that. And whatever that means, I don't know how that's going to play out in his life. You know, that I'm free from it. I'm free from that whole Indian of running away from it. The Vaishnava sends rain, I don't have to run from it anymore. It's a very, very beautiful thing. It, it moved me in a very deep way, this Indian. The first feel that ever was was Geshen, just to, to clean and to, help, and to help grow. And most of our lives, we run away from the Geshen. You throw something on top, you're running under the building, you know, you don't, not, not, to have, not to be touched by the, by the Geshen. It's, it's a funny thing. Gash means we run after. But the Geshen, Mashiach, married had Geshen. What that means, Moirid Hagesha. Yidin in the Nezisel, you know, if you ever were in a, ta- in a car in the Nezisel in a taxi, and it starts to pour, so we all start to crash. So, oh, no. And all the taxi drivers go, Oh, Hashem, is a Yoshi Geshe. Is a Yoshi Zimna, huh? Geshe, Geshe. It's beautiful. It's a gift from the Vaishalam, such a thing. It's hard in New York to feel it. <laughs> but in HSL, a person can feel it very, very stark. And if a person is a, a person has a farm in HSL, <coughs> it's unbelievable. That's all that the farm is davening for. And that's how it began, with other Mauritian davening. But what do you see from here? Can't cause the top of Kuftesvah. Can't cause the Yisait HaNaydeh. Shekol Darvish Odom Reitzel HaSigel. Hey, Megashim Sembrochli. It's supposed to tell you that this. Mamish is the beginning of the world. The Torah is revealing to us that in order for the in order to have anything in your life, it's not going to happen unless you daven. The world couldn't have nothing could happen until there was daven. Anything that you want in life, whether it's physical, whether it's spiritual, 
the way to get it is rak ayyidei tefillah. It's only with davening. Without davening, you can't get anything. But the problem is, we're going to explain is that looks very hard. That doesn't look. It doesn't look like that. You mean you tell me if I didn't daven today, so let's say I, I want rain, and if I didn't daven today, then it wasn't going to rain. Yeah, it's raining. It's dependent on my davening. So kisha oivet When a person works on this nakuda, you have to say to the Baruch like this. I see with my eyes and I see that what that it rains on people also that are not davening they also get rain and I see that what <coughs> I see this person also made his panasa today maybe even more <coughs> I see this is what I see with my eyes and you're talking to Hashem. So the way it looks to me, in my eyes, with my seichel, it looks to me that you can get things without davening. On the other hand, I believe what Chazal are telling. In order to get anything, there's nothing without davening. I believe that. Chazal saying, I believe it. So I'm davening to you. That, that, that my belief in Chazal that my belief in Chazal are telling me that what? I believe that it's telling me that my belief in Chazal my physical eyes nearish it doesn't look like that's the truth it looks like if I say it, it looks crazy because it's raining on this guy that guy, what do you mean and this guy makes panosa and he doesn't daven and these people are not davening so it doesn't look to me like it could be such a thing it's impossible to my to my human mind it's impossible such a thing even though sometimes I don't know if you have a sort of thing I had this in Israel once and it, a little bit different than it, 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 when I was once on, on, on the 17 going up to the mountains. But you have such a thing where it rains where you are, and then the other side's not raining. You ever have that? I had that on the 17, like three, four years ago. The kids went crazy. We were going like that for like five miles, where it was it was pouring on us, and out of the house was divided along that line by the 17. And that that uh, that uh, that the other side of the highway. It was it was nice. That that whole that whole you know five miles was like that mahalach. It was like that. Next to all I had when I was a kid and I lived in Netanya, that on one side of the street it was pouring and the other side of the street was sunny. That Mamish, across the street, it was a total different thing. So Gemara talks about that, that the Rabbi Shalom, he makes it, that, that how it rains here and not here, and it rains here and not there, and how the Rabbi Shalom, how that is coordinated a certain way. But the Emmis doesn't look to me like that's the Emmis. The Emmis looks to me according to what they said in the WINS uh, weather, or CBS, and the helicopter, right? So the, there's a, the, the, we have a person now who's a meteorologist, you know that? Yeah, yeah, a meteorologist in the show. Yeah, he is. Harvey, very, very, very sweet guy. He's son, son lanes and Dobbins. He sits there by Laser Blisco on that side. He's a meteorologist. So that's what he does. Yeah, I never heard. Well, Frank Fields is Jewish. Yeah, but he is the guy's, the guy's uh, a Shemim Mrs. of Antio. He said he, from the time that he was a child, he told me from the time he was a child, when it was like the rain, the thunder, lightning, he was fascinated. He used to daven a lot. He was always, it's a very religious thing by him. And he and he made it his his career. He does that. He's a meteorologist. 
so he does. I never, I never in my life. Uh, it's, it's, it's bad enough that you have one. You have to think about it. What? Do you have any inside information? <laughs> I don't know. Even if you have inside information, it never applies to you. <laughs> you know, it never applies to you. It's always somebody else. This is about. So even though it looks to me like it's not the atmosphere, it looks to me like this is uh, the weather is because of the clouds and the moving this way. And, and, they, and they not only that, they predicted this They predicted this weather two days in advance. They said it's going to rain. They, they already told me it's going to rain. So now you tell me that the device told me, how come two days ago they knew it was going to rain? It's Hashgrach that this by me. Two days ago, they knew it was going to rain. <laughs> so to my eyes, it busted it down. Here is Sha'in Zu It doesn't look true. So you ask Hashem, Ezke Lahamad B'Kavu Munishlam. Alright, when we're 120, the Russian is going to show us how these things work. It's going to be so interesting. Right? Because, how could that be? It's going to be so interesting when the Russian is going to show it us. Now we're all going to go, that's what it is? That's what it is? I never would have thought of that. I never would have thought of that. Why does now, why now does Hashem was say, now they have something that's called an extended forecast. They can, you know, you can look up on the computer and they, you want to go somewhere and it tells you in 10 days what the weather's going to be. Those things are accurate. I mean, they do. You see showers for the next 10 farmer's days. Farmer's Almanac, we used to look at when I was a kid. They had the Farmer's Almanac. No, used to tell you whether the whole winter like was going to be. No, yeah, I don't, I don't know. To a certain extent, I mean, it, yeah. Okay, but so, so what? So that's a bigger cash. Because I have a better machine. I'm just saying, why now is that... And that takes away a little bit. Either yes, or no. Either yes or no. I don't know why the British made the world. It's such a magnificent world that the British made such a way. I don't know why now. It must be. It must be a good thing. But the British made such a thing that 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 he's being Megala, the seder of his world, the seder of the world. The question is that I have to be here. I could just as easily been someplace else where I wouldn't be in this place with this with this thing happening to me right now and that's my Hashgacha practice but I, the weatherman said 10 days ago I never heard that could be so wrong but 10 days ago the weatherman said that it's going to be uh, you know uh, it's going to be 98 and humid and it's it true so then how could it be so I'm saying I should believe that that, that that this is so then it could be the Tanuas that Hashem Zubach made in the world and everything all that could be true but we know, first of all, a lot of times that it doesn't come out like that. Many times, Aleph and Beis, where you were going to be at that time, and, where, and what was going to be the the, <coughs> the place that you had to be in at that time. All these things that everything should come together a certain way. It's Hashgacha to practice. But but one thing is that every single second is a Devar Hashem. Very Shlom was Megala that he that he took a little bit off of a, a mask a little bit off he pulled down a little bit that that he showed that that he runs the world with certain mahalachim that's a beautiful thing it's a very inspiring thing that there's a mahalach how the Shalom made the world for one person that causes him to have questions for another person's mahazik then one of these things to me are very big tell it's a wondrous thing that the Shalom made such things that they could see that they are able to know these things all of these things that they have these 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 machines i remember i was i told Nishul when i was reading Two years ago, something you know how the Israelis that they make these targeted assassinations. And I was reading how they have these machines that they can get this, they can get this guy, they can get this Reitzayach, they can find him, like he's in some building in some complex in this place, and they have a thing that they could get through the window and could find a guy in the basic kisei, you know, shaving his shaving his beard. That's such technology that they have that they could that they could get this guy. Uh, to, to, to uh, target a person, what they could do, what they have nowadays. This is Nifloy Hashem. 
It's always Hashem. It used to be just like you know to, uh, a bomb. Now when they when they, they have targeted they, they get the prot So we're beginning to understand that there could be such a thing that by there could be you know there could be such a thing you know, it begins our ancestors didn't have such a, an understanding like we could have, we could have and what does it mean that every single thing is means you could you could you could press a button nowadays and it could come onto your screen uh, every every piece of information that you know this and that and and uh, I was looking at a program that that uh, the other day that my son was showing me on the computer program that's you know this thing it's called uh, something that that it has on there twenty thousand swarm on this computer twenty thousand swarm. So you and you put in the you put in the words uh, you put in the word Rosh Hashanah. So I, actually, my daughter was there, so I said we'll put in the word Shifra. Put in the word Shifra to do a search. Now the search is not an old twenty thousand. Search is like ten thousand because ten thousand. The other ten thousand is from the old writing. You know, in Rosh Hashanah that the computer doesn't know how to do that yet. But ten thousand it could search. So it comes up. And it, it, you press the button. I mean, to me, I'm probably laughing. Me do these things with computers. I don't need have a computer to see. I never saw it. You press the button. It says Shifra, and it says in this farm, it says you know, like letter fourteen thousand three hundred sixty-two sites. And I said, how did you do that so fast, like that in one second? And then you press to see, and it starts to show you, and and it shows the different farm. What was interesting is, it said I'm looking at, and it brought down a tshuva. It brought down a tshuva from the Evan Yisrael, dying fish oil or something. So, so I was thinking, it says Evan Yisrael, tshuva. What's he talking about, shifra and uh, tshuva, seven so. so it wasn't. It was the word shepara aduma. <laughs> shepara. The computer's stupid. He <laughs> said he thought that was shifra. Any any child knows it. it's not shifra, it's shepara. But that that already doesn't have the, it doesn't know it to, you know. But it, but so I figured a lot of it was not shifra, it was shepara. So we did a few other things like in, you know then you press the rechaim and of course we start with shifra. But in halachas it came as shepara. It's an amazing thing that the verse was Magal in our time such a uh, an Indian that there could be such a thing of zeicha kolan hishkachas that you press a button and it tells you. And then one second, and then you press the other button, and then it, and then it takes you right to that cipher, and then you can press another button, and you write, and you press print, and then it comes out on a piece of paper sitting here that, that you pulled this thing from from a, a library with twenty thousand swarm, and the whole thing took five seconds, not even, and you have a piece of paper, and you're looking at the thing. The flies are sharp. It's the most. How do they make a machine like that? Like I always joke in the family, I say, like how do you, like when the guy sits down with a couple of pieces of metal and plastic. How do you put that together to do that? How do you make a thing that can do that? How do you do that? But, so they have chips. The kids start to say, Daddy, they chips and bites and chips. I said, right. What is that? How do you make a chip? How do you, who thought of making that thing? When I was a kid, a computer, they used to have computers that, for, that they could do now with one chip. It had to, had, to, had to have a whole floor in a building, right? A whole floor in a building with these machines. And before that, it wasn't even shy of such a thing. And now, one ship. Masi, that the Baruch Shalom fears the veil. That the Baruch Shalom, every single thing that we have more of our saga. It's, it's a big chizik to a person's amuna. If a person takes it the right way, and if he uses it the right way, it's a tremendous, tremendous chizik. I'd make a similar. Okay.